there's the when to quit when you're trying to learn it, right? And then there's the more m micro when to quit, like when to quit for the day, right? Or when to quit for the, you know, the month or whatever. The first one is if, if you can see that some blowing up accounts is okay, assuming that you're blowing it up with reasonable amounts that don't ruin your whole life. If that's part of the process for you forming a methodology that you're eventually going to get to, right? You've got to do that, right? Um, if you're just blowing up accounts because you, you're just throwing money out there and you're not, you're not trying to refine and you're not trying to look at what you did wrong and you're not trying to find answers or you're not honestly trying to do it, then it's like, hey, quit because you're literally just gambling. I mean, you can go to Vegas and play blackjack for fun and have some beers and flirt with a waitress and lose some money, whatever. Or you can go and you can play it statistically correct, right? You, you know, there's a, there's a card. You can buy that card in the gift shop that will tell you if you play it like this way, you'll have an edge. The person that just goes and throws their money around, they're, they're never going to win consistently, right? The person that's trying to follow those, uh, those rules, they may win and lose. They're going to refine it. So I think that's the answer for the first part is that as long as somebody is still making progress in their methodology and, and they honestly seem like they want to, to get to a point, then they should keep trying. If they're just losing money, then they, sh they should quit. The second part is once you've already established and you are a trader, it once again goes back to the uh, to more of the casino analogy. And this is something that, that I, I take from professional poker players because when they play, there's no end to their, their session, right? And then, unless it's a tournament, like if you're playing a cash game, you can play for days on end, right? So how do you know when to walk away from the table? Is it, you know, does it have to do with how much you're down or up? And from what I've read about the top pros is it's when their game starts to deteriorate for that session, right? So they might be up a lot and then they're starting to notice that like, I'm not playing as good as I should. I'm not following my rules. Now it's time to, you know, or they may be down a lot, but they say, you know, I'm playing right. I'm playing correct. I'm just getting bad cards. So when it comes to trading, it's the same thing, right? If you're up during the day and, you know, we've all been there where we get up early. I mean, our, our P&L gets up early in the day and we feel ourselves getting a little bit looser, you know, eh, but, you know, take a little, you know, and then we come down a little bit. That's the time to say, okay, I'm done for the day. So two different, two different when you should quits, macro and micro. So I love, I mean, I love the first one. That's such great advice. If you're bleeding or blowing up accounts, but you're still being honest with yourself, putting in the work, you're journaling, you're trying to figure out, trying to get better then yeah, I love that. It is, it is the road to, you know, getting there in a, in a, in a true sense on the second part, um, two questions come to mind. So I'm curious, a, do you have any certain numbers or when do you call it for the day? Do you, you know, I got to make a thousand bucks today, day trading as soon as I get it, I'm done. Or do you do that? And then the, the second part of that, just to, before I forget it, soon as, you know, someone's doing well, doing well, you know, maybe they open Twitter, they see someone talking about a symbol, they go trade it, they lose some money. That's the time to quit. That's also probably the hardest time to quit, right? Because as soon as you have that good day and you're like, damn, I was up 2,800 bucks. Now I'm only up 1,400. I got to get back there. And that is, it is the most dangerous time, but you're totally right. That is the time to objectively quit. So yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. That's one of the that's one of the the most problematic areas of trading is when to quit. And there's no good answer. And, and I think um, 
Mark Douglas wrote about this in either uh, The Discipline Trade or Trading in the Zone. And he said, you know, when you run a marathon or you have a football game or any sort of competition, there's always a finish, right? The, the clock runs out or the, you know, you hit the finish line and you say, I objectively won. That's it. I won. Right? The market, yes, the market has a close, but it's always there, right? It's always there the next day, right? Like I always say to someone like, what if you get up 25% in the first month of the year? Should you just shut it down for the rest of the year? Right. Because you get the end of the year and, you know, you're up 25. That's a pretty good return for, you know, if you're managing money, whatever like that. Um, who knows? Right. That's that's the the eternal struggles. How do I create a structure for when I should end for the day or for the quarter, whatever? For me, I have a I have a, a dollar amount that I like to get to uh, when I'm day trading. Okay? I don't have to get there, but I like to get there and I have to be careful that I, you, know, you get close to it and you're like, I'm almost there. And you maybe want to push it on a trade that is not optimal, right? So you got to be aware of that. Um, not so much in terms of my swing accounts, but yeah, it's tough. And it's and I think the other thing too is it's like a lot of things in life, like there's no finished answer. Like you're, you're always evolving your and refining your rules um, for for when you do want to quit or when you want to step aside. And I, and I think also, you know, this is so important that it's good to also just know when you're not in the right mindset. You know, like mm. if you've had a, a really good week and you feel good about it and you don't want to trade on Friday because you just want to say, hey, I want to go into the weekend, uh, you know, knowing I locked up this and I did good, you should do it. Right? Because there's nothing worse. Every trader out there knows what I'm about ready to say, right? There's nothing worse than whether it's a day and you're up during the day and then you give it back or it's a week where you're up and you give it back. You just that that close between the closing bell and the opening bell is the worst. Those are the worst hours. Right. Or between the close on Friday and the open on Monday. That's the worst. Right. All weekend. You're like, I could just be, you know, relaxed and think I banked a nice week, but I had to push that last trade. So. Yeah, that's, it's a tough one. Hey, it's Evan here. I hope you enjoyed this clip from our full-length interview. Don't forget, if you want to hear this entire episode with even more insights from our awesome guest, you can find it by searching The Smarter Trading Podcast in iTunes or on your favorite podcast app. You can also find all of the show notes for this episode by heading to thetraderisk.com forward slash podcast. Thanks for tuning in.